spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 253. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This my co-host, Jason Jones. We are going to get super spoilery now on Legends of Tomorrow 205, Compromised. To recap, the Legends trace a time quake all the way back to Reagan's White House and find that Damien Dark has made himself a senior advisor. At first, Sarah tries to kill him. Later, Vixen convinces her that restraint would serve better, so she just tells him everything he needs to avoid in the future instead. <laughs> Stein has a heart-to-heart with his younger, brasher self, telling him to cherish his relationship with Clarissa above all else. Ray and Mick go on an emotional journey as they both learn that Ray will never be smart and should just be proud of being himself. Vixen and Obsidian catch up on why she ditched her old team back in 42, and Eobard Thawn shows up to take Dark someplace in a time sphere. Blah. Blah, blah, blah. So, Which, you know what? I was confused because I thought the time sphere... Sphere? Sphere? was actually like able to go through time itself without needing a flash vortex, but I it kind of just looks like that's not even the case no, now. I just kind of assumed it was broken. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it just needs a jump start. Like the battery's dead on the time sphere, and he has to time flash vortex it to get it going. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that, you know. Well, <clears throat> oh, I mean, I maybe that's was, this. It was... Maybe it's this. You, it... You, you, the time sphere will protect Dark while he takes him through time. Yeah. Otherwise, but Dark doesn't know actually how to pl- fly it. I guess. Well, I just uh, figured like maybe it just encapsulates him so he can actually take him through time, or otherwise time would just rip him to shreds. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to go with that one for now, unless of course you're. Well, you know, uh, we just on Legends we just saw Ray fall through time, and apparently all that means is he just showed up in feudal Japan. He did just so. show up somewhere else. <laughs> But that time is green, and the time that they were going through was blue. blue, So so blue time's safe. Green time. Right. (laughs) Green time's bad. That's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So we're bailing on my explanation then? Okay. (laughs) I submit to questioning. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Guggenheim. Takes it. This is your Kreisberg's fault, I think. I think Kreisberg's nah. point point man on this show, isn't he? No, Guggenheim and Clinton. Guggen- ah. Yeah. Which one's Kreisberg got? Supergirl and uh Flash. Nah, okay. He might he you know he might actually be on all show. I don't I know. I think they're all kind of a little I've bit everywhere, track. but I thought they all had more or less a role on certain things. We'll figure that out on some news episode. Mm-hmm. Which means we won't. Yep. Which means we'll forget about it entirely and keep being <laughs> the jackasses we are. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. So when I look over my notes on this episode, I find two main themes. Um, 
is I hate the eighties one of the themes. It's just a big and big giant pen right there. But it's it's only a part of the theme. Uh there were mm-hmm. there were two. Basically I have a ton of notes about how badass Obsidian is. Mm-hmm. Which amount to just basically Obsidian's a badass. And then I have enough notes here that I I I have more notes on how much I love Ray and and Mick in this episode than I do on the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. I think if they had their own spin-off series, I would watch the shit out of it. I I would be vague like vaguely interested like i wouldn't really care too much but i'd watch it i love their interaction it's fun but i only want it in small amounts like i don't <laughs> you just like it breaking the tension oh and yeah how, how like i don't want to see like I an mean, odd couple situation i think they just grow into a, a hell of a team after a while i mean they even grew into a team over this episode and maybe it is maybe it's like a, a cake and I, I i think i want more but i really don't you may be right you but, don't but man i really love it um i mean stuff about like you're going to run or fight, and, you know, Ray deciding, like, I'm going to fight. Um, great. And they cross the streams. What does I say about crossing streams? We don't follow rules. That's the one rule we follow. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And in the car, he's still trying to be snarred. He's got the jacket and um, tells him I was wrong. You keep reminding me of my dead friend. It's bringing up. And then he kind of, like, trails off before he has to admit he has feelings. Mm-hmm. Just adored all of it. All fine things, just things that I don't want to see in, throughout an entire episode of something. And him with the little, what was that, an eclair or something uh, later yeah. in the episode? <laughs> You're Ray Palmer. You can science your way out of anything. Now I'm just going to sit here and eat this dessert. Because there are worse, day, worse, worse ways, ways to, die. to die. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he tells him he stopped the bomb. He's like, well, great. I can finish the dessert then. I mean, that seems to be his main concern is I can eat the other half of this pastry. Awesome. <laughs> I just I, I I feel like I say it constantly. I did not know I was gonna love him this much. I didn't either. And by that I mean I didn't know that you were gonna love him that much. Um <laughs> <laughs> I like Mick, but he's a bit over the top sometimes. Like he, he pulls me out of the show sometimes. You know what I mean? I I'm so damn pleased with his little one liners that it doesn't doesn't work on me. Mm. I spend the like I watch these shows at arm's length anyway. To be honest, Legends is one of those shows that I can't get completely sucked into. Mm-hmm. It I it mean, bounces around too much. It's it's frenetic most of the time. Yeah. So I, I kind of just it has its moments, but I don't really get completely sucked in. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times I feel like this show is a collection of references that we're supposed to be giddy about. And in a lot of ways we are, but then like when I look back at the episode, I'm like, well, aside from those references, this was kind of a shit episode. Like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were like, hey, this episode's kind of shit. Why don't we make a Doc Brown reference at the beginning? Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then like, oh, let's lay another one in there. Ah, 1987, the halcyon days of Whitney Houston and Star Trek The Next Generation. Of course, someone like me goes, 1987 was not a halcyon day. was not a halcyon year for Next Generation. It was still kind of a shitty show at that point. So <laughs> go screw yourself, legends. Take your, your reference and shove it up Star your Trek. ass. <laughs> TNG forever! No, um, I, TNG I, season three and three to seven forever. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a way, you're... Uh, let me put it this way. The show kind of feels like going in an arcade sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you go in with high expectations, you kind of bounce around the room for a little while and have a good time, and then you leave with, like, a $4 toy that you just spent 50 bucks on. <laughs> yep. And you kind of leave and go, what did I accomplish? I don't know, but I did have mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I mean, you look at... we've. I, I can see three... Just in my notes, there were three references. There was, did you really just go Doc Brown on me? Of course. The 87 Halcyon Days of Whitney Houston and Star Trek Next Generation, and Don't Cross the Streams. All 80s references. um, Which is fine. I mean, in this episode. Oh, by the way. Seriously. I want to say The rest of this episode was shit. 
<laughs> I want to speak to one point. Those pantsuits. Okay, awful. That's but, the yeah. real danger zone right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot they they played Danger Zone. You bet your ass. In the they did. episode. Yeah. Oh my lord. And I mean, which is normally a fine thing. I'm an Archer fan. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> and I really did. I I hate that song. But but now Archer has me conditioned to the point where when I hear it, I'm like Danger Zone, and I just it brings my heart joy now. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it for a really long time until Archer just... Archer won me over. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But yeah, I find on Legends of Tomorrow, the more references they have, the more geeky references they have, the more they're trying to cover up the fact that their episode sucks. <laughs> and it's just one more like, oh see, my gosh. I, it's not or... even that the episode sucked to me. I just feel like it's a collection of, of, of neat things that don't always amount to much. I mean... All right, Vixen talking to Nate at the end of the episode. Great. Mm-hmm. Everything between Vixen and Obsidian, kind of great. Like it was, it was good mm-hmm. to see Obsidian uh, finally be a, a, a just complete badass. That guy's awesome. Um, and it was, it was good to see him like have his little story arc where he got to, to he get, he gets to find out why she left, and apparently the team does just fall the fuck apart without Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, like just seeing that Jim abandoned you, kind of. Well, no, they didn't fall. They didn't really fall apart though. I mean. They got killed on a mission. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you, you I mean, feel that like Rex Tyler went down, Vixen leaves, and then they were all just struggling to make it by themselves. You get the feeling that if, if those two were still around, the team might have lasted a little bit longer. Maybe it had some retirees instead of people that didn't make it back from missions. I didn't get that impression. They were talking about, uh, what was it, the 50s? Like 57, he said? that It he was 57, it I think he said, that like... They he didn't that it was a charged time and he didn't get to go on the mission so that's why he was still alive but they didn't make it back yeah I mean that's I mean from forty two to fifty seven like they they hung in there man they were yeah, okay they hung in there you're right you're right I may have taken it back. I mean I may just be extrapolating from like how freaking dusky that gym was that somehow I'm thinking you know the team just the team just didn't make it you're right they did make it about fifteen years but hey it was cool listening like I <laughs> love the little backstory about um, about still loving to sing on these missions just cute imagery. Yeah. Like, made it his personal mission to, to get Vixen to sing. Of course she wouldn't. Um, Not at all fitting with the Commander Steel that we met, but whatever. But that's kind of why I liked it. <laughs> it's, it, it it rounded him out in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that scene's great. The stuff with Ray um, coming together. Even Stein getting to talk to his younger self and explaining that, like, all the stuff you're going to win, everything you're going to do, it, it's, it doesn't make a damn. I, there are these moments that make the show good, but when you collect them all together, it just doesn't feel like it makes a whole episode sometimes. Mm-hmm. I find myself just watching these little vignettes that I'm enjoying and then looking back going, what what, what did we accomplish? You know? I, you know, like the, the, the big fall apart for me was Sarah. Like, dude, you have got to stop trying to just destroy the timeline just for your own petty vigence. Like, it's yes. stupid. It is stupid. I... I don't. I can't now even Jax really is like, qualify Jax is how like, dumb it is that she just told him everything he needs to know to avoid all of Arrow season four. You just uh-huh. completely erased Arrow season four, which many people t- probably took some joy in. Right. I I just say you know, and it's stupid to me that like, okay, last week Jax, you were like, hey, we're gonna cause some problems in the timeline, some aberrations, and then they're like, no, slavery is the aberration. I'm gonna save these people. Well, that's fine. Maybe you were always meant to save those people. That doesn't mean next week you're like, no, 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 we have to, we have to just say screw the timeline. Let's do this. Yeah, they what, cannot what you- decide how they actually feel about the timeline. And I had hope that um, Nate coming back would be a good, 
maybe he could offer some guidance on that. Like, he could be working with Gideon the whole time about, no, seriously, this is what's going to happen if you so much as think about doing that. And give them mm-hmm. a little bit of, um, just rein them in is all, really. And it just hasn't amounted to much at all on that. And if Jax does now feel that way because he saved some slaves, why isn't he trying to go back and save all the slaves? Because that wasn't all the slaves, Jax. No, 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 no. That was... That wasn't all of them. He got a handful. It's just, you know, wildly uneven on on the way these people think. They they just are. <laughs> no, they're... like, yeah, you're probably right, but I'm going to go try to kill him anyway. Yeah. And, you, and you're right. Like, the, it's stupid for her to be like, oh, and here's all the things that you're... All the ways you're going to suffer. Well, not anymore. I'm not going to have a wife. What do you mean? I just won't get married. I won't have a kid. Right. Problem solved. Like, what? Next. Oh, and also, uh, yeah, I'll just... Uh, not do the thing that you said that I was going to do. And you're right. I, I did have some idea about an arc thing, but I guess I'm going to secure it better now. <laughs> Maybe move cities. Right, huh. So you say, what was that you said? Well, I, what I was saying was that the entire the entire thing was going to be destroyed by a couple of people with the bows and arrows. Oh, the right. hell you say? They're going to sneak in well, your was southwest this? ventilation shaft. Remember the southwest ventilation shaft. That's the one you need to protect. <laughs> Name is oh, John Diggle. Up, Are you writing no. this down? John Diggle. That's the one you need to look up. And Oliver. Oh, and you you really don't want to deal with anyone named Lonnie Machen. Just don't deal with that guy because he's just going to cause chaos. Don't yeah, yeah. When you see him, just some two, might say anarchy. Two in the back of the head. <laughs> two in the back of the head. <laughs> don't trust that guy. And uh, yeah. definitely oh, don't oh, bring. And the you're going to run across there. this vixen lady at some point. I'm I'm, I'm going to need you to actually lock up your little. Uh, your little thing a little bit harder that episode. I mean that week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thea Queen will definitely not take those pills. Um, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, enjoy your suffering. Oh, and here's the here's the thing. So Reverse Flash runs through, grabs him. She was like, he. Sarah goes, he was grabbed by a speedster, and they're like, like the Flash. And she goes, faster. I'm like, how could how you? How did possibly you possibly know freaking that? Freaking yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> Same thought. What? How much? How much flash experience do you have, Sarah? I, I seem to recall that you may have met him once. I don't I remember don't... all this time when you were visually calibrating yourself at Star Labs, but I, maybe I missed that. <laughs> oh man, uh, God, that was a stretch. Certainly was. Certainly was. Um, I really don't think I have much more. I uh, yeah, of, that's all I got. Um, I figured you would laugh when when. Uh, Mick turned on the radio and uh, <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. I was playing and Mick goes, I hate the 80s. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I was like, I like that song. Shut <laughs> up, Mick. <laughs> I side with Mick on this one. <laughs> You're wrong. You're both wrong. So wrong. I'll admit I did get a little teary when uh, Old Stein was dancing with Young Wife. Oh, by the way, a cagey bastard, right? Mm-hmm. Steal a dance with your young, your, your younger wife? That's cheeky. Mm-hmm. Maybe show her your driver's license, sir. Take her during the back closet there. That's a little too cheeky. A little too cheeky? Too much cheek. <laughs> you saying he gained weight while he when he got older? I mean, clearly <laughs> he did, but... <laughs> That's pretty much how people work, yeah. <laughs> it's too cheeky. She leaves him because she saw how much cheek he would have. Yeah. Fault of the timeline. What else is new, gang? What else is new? I I think she would just be more encouraged. Like, well, he keeps all his hair. That's a good deal. <laughs> I'm down. And he he becomes more, a more generous lover. This is going to work out well for me. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got. Um, sorry if this got weird, guys. 
Appreciate anyone who put up with last week's technical difficulties and managed to get to this one. We're still yeah, adjusting. This you. is still a temporary setup for me. Mm, still more pieces is. and parts on order. Mm-hmm. The laundry list of things that broke just in, in two weeks is phenomenal. Yeah, it's been a wild time, guys. So thank you so much for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode dconscreen.com. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever the hell you listen to us. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, giantsizeteamup.com for all those great shows. Um, we'll be coming back on Tuesday with a couple of news episodes, uh, I, I believe, okay? unless something else terrible happens. So until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson, bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Arizo Chandelier from Progress Lighting. You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you've instantly won 10, 100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply.